Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of The Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new, best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. How are you guys doing today? I hope that you guys are having a good week so far. Today's episode is inspired by something that happened actually when I was in Puerto Rico last week, and it reminded me the importance of co-parenting boundaries that we all get to follow, and I am going to share my five most important co-parenting boundaries that I was reminded to follow last week. So you're going to want to take some notes and, you know, do so from a safe place, obviously, if you're listening to this in the car. Um, But it's weighing on me to share these because I think that it never hurts to remind. And some of these actually maybe something that you haven't necessarily thought about before or even have related them to being an actual boundary. So I'm just going to dive right in. So my number one, okay, these kind of are in ranking order, um, but my number one, okay, boundary that we get to follow as co-parents is to refrain from bad-mouthing your co-parent. I know that it can be so easy to want to throw them under the bus, which I experienced last week. It was so tempting. And what that does is it puts our children in the middle of the relationship that we have with our co-parent. And that is not the place that our children want to be, nor is it a place that we put them. What we do is we put them in the center. And what that means is keeping your comments and keeping your comments to yourself and separating the relationship that you have with your co-parent from the relationship that they have with their mom or dad. I had to vent to somebody because it was so tempting for me to just fire my thumbs and start texting him you know, my son about something and I stopped myself. Um, What had happened was I received a text message when I was in Puerto Rico from my older son about something that was coming up with his dad. And then 10 minutes later, I got a text message from his father about the same topic. And here I was, uh, I could say being put in the middle, but I didn't allow that to happen. What would have happened is if I had engaged with both of them and started, you know, playing each other off the other, that would have set off world war, God knows what number, right? So be really, really cognizant about separating your relationship with your co-parent from your kids. Okay. Number two, The communication that happens between our children and our co-parent is truly none of our business. 
It is fine if your children share, but how many of us, how many of you listening are so tempted to pick up the phone again, you know, open up a text message and start ranting on our co-parent because we don't like what's happening. And what's really important to remember is that our children get to build their own relationship with their parent, and that doesn't involve you. It is so important to ensure that you are supporting them. So emotionally holding space for them and making sure that they know that you're listening and you can hear them and to encourage them to communicate with your co-parent. Do not get involved. Do not allow the communication between the two of you guys to to happen when you're not involved in that conversation. That is like a death sentence. So remember, it's none of your business what is happening. And if your child brings you in or even your co-parent brings you in, make sure that you encourage them to talk to the other and that you're not going to get involved in it. I know it's hard. I've been there. Okay. Number three boundary is to communicate with your co-parent in a business-like manner. You are in a business of raising children. And while that may sound a little impersonal to some of you guys, I can't tell you how many times that has saved me and how it is that I engage with my kid's dad remembering that it is a business relationship, right? So what happens in business? Well, there's no emotion in business. So for example, when I was getting bombarded by my son and then my ex-husband, I treated it like a business and it was really late at night in Puerto Rico. And while I engaged with my son, I also did engage with his dad. However, I engaged in a business-like manner where I simply stated that I would give my opinion because it was about a course for the summer, that I would give my opinion when it was a reasonable hour and not really late at night where I could think more clearly and provide feedback in a manner that was not from a very exhausted state, right? So being business-like means taking care of yourself, being thoughtful in your answer and choosing to respond instead of react. I could have very easily reacted and said, you know where I am. Why are you texting me at 1130 at night where I am and involving me in this today? <laughs> this is an emergency, right? I could have done that. But what I chose to do instead was taking the high road and treating it like a business transaction. Understand the difference? I hope so. Okay. Number four rule about boundaries with your co-parent. I only communicate about your child. I was only communicating in this circumstance about my son. So this wasn't going to be a personal, you know, attack on him or vice versa. Or even if I felt like there was something in there where something personal was dropped in, I would bring the conversation back to ensure that it was just about our son. A lot of times our co-parents try to, you know, manipulate us or to try to, you know, poke a nerve or to push a button that if we take the bait, then all of a sudden it becomes about you and them instead of about your child. So remembering to focus the conversation around your child, that is how you keep them in the center instead of putting them in the middle 
when it has to do with the two of you. I hope that that makes sense. And that kind of ties into the first boundary that I communicated with you guys. Okay. Last one. Number five, communicate with your co-parent respectfully and disagree privately. Okay. Not in front of your children. It is important that you and your co-parent are a united front with your children. And of course, there's going to be times where you guys are not going to agree. In this particular situation, my ex-husband and I did not agree, not under any, in any way, shape or form. We have two completely different opinions. And so I had communicated with respect because I treated this like a business transaction, this issue that had come up while I was in Puerto Rico. And we agreed to disagree. And what we chose to do instead was to bring in a third party to help us to understand, you know, his perspective and my perspective and ultimately our son's perspective. And so a lot of times disagreeing, I didn't tell my son that I disagreed with his father. What I told my son was that I needed to get some more information and that I would prefer to have this conversation with somebody who is knowledgeable to educate us on the pros and cons about what it is that your dad feels really passionate about. And so again, disagreeing privately, but not publicly announcing to your child, I disagree with him, right? Because essentially what you're doing is subliminally, you're you're putting your co-parent down. You guys, that doesn't solve anything. That doesn't help anyone in any way, shape or form. So having these co-parenting boundaries, honestly, is setting yourself up for success. It's setting yourself up for less stress and overwhelm. It is also helping to maintain a positive environment and ensuring that your kid or your kid's well-being is the least impacted as possible, okay? I know that it can be hard and we're not always perfect. Trust me, you know, I try to do these rules as frequently as I can and to take the high road. And of course, there's going to be days where you don't necessarily do it. However, the bottom line is this, having boundaries with your co-parent is so freaking worth it. And while it takes some time to institute and to get used to, what is most important at the end of the day is making sure that your kids' lives feel as stable as possible and that you and your co-parent love them and are making the best decisions with them in mind. Okay. If you guys want more information or are looking for, you know, I, I actually have a co-parenting course. It's called Co-Parenting Apart. And I spend about four weeks walking you through the crucial four steps for you to have a strong co-parenting relationship with the other parent. And I do so from a lens of it doesn't matter how they show up. It is all about you. So if you are interested, go to my website, wendysterling.net, look at the different courses that I have under the offerings that I give out. And you can also go to coparentingapart.com and to check it out if you're interested. It is a great course. It's going to help you with these boundaries because that's an entire module worth of material that I go into because boundaries are so incredibly important for having the co-parenting 
relationship and life that you desire. I hope that you guys found today's episode inspiring. I know that I needed a reminder of these, so I wanted to pay it forward to you guys. I hope that wherever it is that you are in your process, that this is supporting you. And I wish you a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to hit subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode that comes out every single week. Sending you so much love, light, and joy as always. Mwah. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this episode with someone you know or spread the word on social media. This is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life. And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time. 